Seattle SeattleMarinersSuck.com. Oh, are you mean? I know. You're so mean. An umpire and a vampire square off week after week, reviewing movies outside their own strike zone. This week's movies... The 1992 White Men Can't Jump, and the 1981 An American Werewolf in London, starring Woody Harrelson, David Naughton, Wesley Snipes, Rosie Perez, Jenny Utgutter, and Griffin Dunn. Now two guys who were the who were Ron Shelton's inspiration for the title White Men Can't Jump, Tim Kretschmann and Jeff Miller. I'm going to tell you something. What? I'm going to tell my vertical leap. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I would, I would pay. I'll, I'll, wait, wait, Tim. Here we Tim, go. Wait. Here we go. Here it happens. See, the <laughs> whole place. Oh my god! Luckily, I have things reinforced over there, so we were good. Tim has a hard time getting over this. <laughs> Tim, you want to jump over that? Oh, Those that are watching now get to see the whole thing. Oh my God! Here it comes. Come on, you got it, Tim. Oh jeez! Oh my God! Woo! Yeah. That's right. That's right. Wow. Made it. it oh my God! The cool God. thing is, is, you went from one side of the. It's almost like you. It's almost like we're doing a live show. Like you went through hyper. Like you hey, went through hyperspace. Did everybody see Herman back here? It's behind <clears> Jeff. <throat> yep. But Herman's back there. He's helping out. He's showing up. What did we just do? What the heck was that? I don't know. (laughs) That was that was ludicrous. That's there's a rapper named Ludicrous. Well, thank you for that. Did you know that? that. Well, we have someone in there saying, "What's up, Holmes?" And I that was earlier. Well, that's what I said. They said, "What up, G?" Actually, we got a lot of people in the uh, chat room this week. We want to thank them. You. Watching dead on, but oh, that's right. Great. We, we, we should start the show. We even started dead on the bases. He's Jeff Miller. We call him the Ump. Jeff just watched Hocus Pocus two, no. and he is proud to say he only hit it under the sofa once. Oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I don't <laughs> under the happen. sofa. Eh. It totally happened. It totally now, happened. What yeah. happens in this show? I'm a horror movie fan. Jeff is a sports fan. He assigns me stinky, rotten, horrible sports movies. I give him good, wholesome American entertainment in horror movies mm-hmm. to watch and review. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll go with that. It's it's your show, Tim. We'll let you just pretend what you I, think. It's both of our show, and we have great <laughs> programs. Do we? And I don't. Do we? We do. Okay. Good. We do. We have great programs, and I want to thank all the folks in there in the chat room that we didn't catch with our icons earlier. So, What about uh, me? I'm in the chat room. Yeah, but I don't have a button in this spot yet for it. How did you put it up there before? I just created it How did you put it up before? Because we're in a different scene. See, there are 15 scenes in the show. Did you know are you that? serious? Yeah. We, Which one are we yeah. in right now? Three? This is... Four? Yeah, it's three. Main right. scene is All right. three. All right. Uh, anyway, everybody, I have assigned the movie An American Werewolf in London, who I was happy to interview David Naughton at uh, Horror Realm. It was, it was a great interview. Year. I mean, and again, you... you that folks, was this year, in fact. Wasn't yeah. It? Or, no, last year. No, that was 2022. Holy cow! But as as you this year is going forever. That's like okay. This opening. That's okay. 
But as but you know what? Me not being a horror fan, I sat in on Tim's uh, Tim's panel, and it was very interesting. It it was an interesting. Panel. Well, you know, partially because we're both extremely handsome, and then. As a sports movie. I gave you White Men Can't Jump, Wesley Snipes yeah. and Woody Harrelson. He sure did. It's so pumped up with 90s, it's it's great. If anything, you can be re- reminiscent of the 90s. I'll let you know if that's true or not <laughs> later on in today's yeah. show. He says, I gave him White Men Can't Jump the same way some people say, I gave that guy gonorrhea. Anyway, uh, we're going to get things going with about that, Jeff. Jeff. All right, so Jeff, <clears throat> you're gonna get to do your interview. Yes, or your your interview. Who am I gonna interview? Your today? review. I'm gonna interview Jenny Ugutter. She was she's she's smoking. Yeah, she was very pretty. I mean, and I could tell by watching this, I could tell that him, her, and uh, and David Naughton's character were gonna they were gonna hit it. Or get it were, on. Well, I don't I don't want to say it like that, but yeah, that's what they did. But I mean, I you could see that they're. If anything, during that movie, there was a great attraction between the two. And mm-hmm. you know what? If I didn't know any better, I thought maybe they were involved while shooting the movie. Even though they'd shot the movie in like tw- in 27 days, I think, or something like that, or 26 days. Um, so I have American... Why do I have this paper? I don't have any notes on there. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> I act like I have notes. I never have notes. Come on. So, oh, in, in this in it's this mo- early, everybody. Yeah. So, anyways, but okay. So, American <laughs> Werewolf in in uh in, in London, London, right? It's not it, to be confused with an American Werewolf in, in Paris, Paris, which was the sequel. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is a 1981 film, uh, one of the first ones by John Landis, I think, and uh, it's it's up early there. in it's, his career. It's early in his career. Yep. yep. Um, and it's right in that ballpark. Tim talks about this a lot, and the more movies that I'm watching, the more it makes sense. It's an hour and 37 minutes. It gets you in there. It, it takes care of what it needs to. It gives you that scare factor, and it gets done. Get and, in and get out, and I just would, like conceiving. I would never have <clears throat> I would never have put all that together, but the more of these horror movies that I watch, yeah. Tim's right. The, the shorter that it can be, like right around... Can I isolate that sound? I don't know. Tim's right. Tim's right. So the closer you get your movie to an hour and 30 minutes, the better off they're going to be. And and, uh, this movie is is a prime candidate for this with an hour and 37 minutes. It has an R rating. And uh, that's probably just, it's because of the gore that's in there. There's there's some really good, there's there's some gory scenes. I mean, when they're, and I'm not going to mention the nakedness. It's not really naked. I mean, you really don't see anything. What type of movie theater are they in near the end? Yes, I understand there's that. There's a lot of naked but up there's on that not, screen. But you're really not seeing anything. You're seeing, like, bare backs and bare calves and stuff like that. I don't know. Tim and I will talk you, later. You must have been messing around with <clears throat> the dog at certain points. Any, anyways. There, there was a nice full frontal. Anyways, well, let's get back to this. So yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see any of that, to tell you the truth. So anyways... Any watching a movie like and, this, and me, and me of all people, right? I'm so yeah. Uh, so anyways, I thought I was gonna get, hey Tim, good job this <laughs> week. I was very upset yeah. just now. Well, I can I can tell you why I didn't see that is because I watched the, I watched the version that was on AMC. Okay, that's probably why I did not go to the to the well on this one. I was 
under time. I was under time restraints. Uh, by the way, it is free on Amazon Prime right now. Okay, I didn't go there R-rated. either. Yeah, I didn't go there either. But anyways, now back to the movie. Right. So there's gore, right. and according to Tim and everybody else that's watched this movie uncut, there's some nudity. So anyways, he was too scared, everybody. No, no, that's <laughs> not it. No. Here it comes. There it is, everybody. No, I wasn't. That was, those were some wicked characters right there. Those, <laughs> those, those Nazi werewolves. Yeah, the Nazi <clears throat> monster ghouls or whatever they are, yeah. So anyway, so what happens is David and, and, and I thought this was unique too. That David Naughton kept the name David for his character. I wonder if they did that. So that do you think they do that? He he forgot his character's name. No, I'm not kidding. I just wonder if they do that sometimes. You know, like I don't know, but you know, there's something when you look at him, you go, "That's a David." Yeah, yeah, and he you do, and you know what? You can, and he you can also while he's doing this this uh, this movie, I see a lot of that Dr Pepper guy. I mean, his personality come pulls out. It He's really very does. Very optimistic and yes. upbeat. Yes, he is. And yeah. uh, so him and his him and his buddy Jack. So David and Jack, uh, Jack uh, Goodman, played by Griffin Dunn right. or Dune. It's done. I'm not done. done yet. I still have a little bit more left. <laughs> kind of sounded like it was done. Man. But it's kind of cool because they. Uh, and then another thing that I liked about this movie is that it seemed very realistic in the fact that even from the opening scene when they get out of the the truck with the sheep in it i mean this is the opening scene it looks like they're in london they look and and i'm sure they were but it looks like they're on a countryside in europe in europe they're you can tell that they're cold it's crappy weather it's just and the way that they're talking to each other it doesn't seem scripted whether those were their lines or they ad-libbed throughout this whole movie it just everything felt very realistic to me the way they, that they were talking yeah um, it, where in some movies this, you know this, you know it's a line this movie was shot over in Europe okay and most of the actors are uh, I believe it was the UK that it was actually shot in and there was a rule that if you're going to shoot a movie there at least at this uh-huh. time that they were under for their permit they were only allowed X amount of Americans to actually be on screen. Everybody else had to be right. Brits. So this is a, you know, it makes sense. There's like two characters that are American. Everybody else is from <clears throat> London. You know why? They're in Britain, you know? Right. So. And they only, they only gave John Landis three passes for Americans to be in this. And they had a, they had to actually fight to get, uh, Griffin Dunn uh, right. a passport to be in there because they said that his role was so small that they could have easily have had someone from Britain or do, Britain. It. They, yeah. do it but they fought for it and they got him out there but yeah the only four people and he actually has gone on and he's got quite a career he's probably the biggest star in, in the movie uh, at the time or you mean after the movie was done he, because David Dunn is pretty big, right? David Naughton had this film. He had the Dr. Pepper. He had Making It. Uh, he did a Disney movie that um, the name is escaping me right now, which I'm really upset because. Mm. But it, David's done a lot, a lot of television work. Uh, Griffin Dunn had a lot of movies in the 80s. That's that's it right there. What is it called? Detroit Rock City? No, it wasn't Detroit Hot Rock City. Hot Dog? No. It's near the beginning of his filmography. Get towards the beginning. 
Crackhead? Jeff oh, a crack in the floor? No. 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 Ice cream man? No, stop it. You're you're being mean. Uh, let's see it. Midnight Madness. Midnight He Madness. was in Midnight Madness? He, yes, he was. Yes. That's he awesome. Was, that was, was uh, one of the leaders of one of the he groups. He was. He was it's the good team. basically, yeah, there were two movies that came out yes. almost the same time, Midnight Madness and Scavenger Hunt, and they had very similar Yes, and Michael uh, J. Fox setups. was in that. That was where he yes. made his film debut. Yes, he was yeah. in Midnight Madness. All yeah. right. So, so those are his big movies. Griffin Dunn was in a ton of 80s stuff. Um, that, that he was involved in. I think it was My Science Project. Uh, um, who's that girl? You know, he was in a... Behind the Green a, Door. A lot of big... Yes, that too. <laughs> uh, but he's arguably the largest uh, uh, in front of the camera star out of the movie. Behind the camera, John Landis went on to have a hell of a career. Yep. So, including Coming to America. Right. And, you know, just... There's a list. So, so on on with this movie here. So what happens is these two guys are backpacking backpacking across Europe. They uh, go. They start out in this field. And they follow a path which I thought was really strange. That they're actually walking to wherever they're going to end up going to, like mm-hmm. the next town. And I thought that was unique. But they come across a tavern and they go in there and they're they're outsiders. I mean, everybody in there is from England and they they notice something right. st- strange about it because they see. A five-sided star on the wall that's made like scratched in with blood. And they're like, oh, this is kind of weird. And as soon as they mention it, they're almost exiled to leave. They're like, get out of here, get going. Yep. And they they tell them that watch out for the moon. The moon's gonna be full. Stay in the path. So that's already telling you what's gonna be going on here. I mean, obviously from the the title of the movie. And well, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And and it's starting to rain and. and whether it's raining or that's the what's going on in the set, it just looked cold and miserable. They looked miserable. I mean, I love it. Yeah, it, it was. It's so well done. That part of the movie is so well done. Uh, what happens is a werewolf, and it's not even giving away anything because you know that's a werewolf, kills Griffin Dunn, and Naughton goes back and he's going to try to save him. Which, holy cow! And as the werewolf is going to going to attempt to kill him, the the townspeople that were in the tavern because they felt guilty for sending them out there, shoot them. Not David Naughton. Shoot the werewolf. Okay. And there's a quick flash. What kind of short film? Right. There's a quick flash of a guy on the ground with bullet holes in it. So you got to really pay attention to what they – because at first you could be confused, and I was, and I'm like, wait, what's that guy doing here? And then you realize that once it was dead, it turned back to the human, right? Right. But what you find out is that David Naughton was scratched or bit or something, and he ends up in – into a in a hospital and he's having all these weird dreams and flashbacks and that kind of threw me off i'll be i'll be honest with you the -hmm. first time he had this this flashback and that i think he's in the woods eating a deer and i'm like what's going on and then (laughs) and then i'm picturing jeff watching this now this is awesome and and i'm watching on amc so i don't even know what's going on and then And then he... Something must have been cut. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, did I miss something? I'm like, and then, honestly, when I'm watching it, it said it was only 87 minutes long. I'm like, I better have a full version here. I'm like, what's, this can't be this. But so somehow they fit everything in there with cutting stuff out, Tim. Okay. Anyways, back to this movie. So anyways, he's in this this uh, hospital bed, and he's having these flashbacks, and he's making, he's getting this nurse to like kind of like him, and she's falling for him and all that. But then his... his uh. His buddy Jack, who that was another thing that confused me. He came back to visit him. 
But this is where it's sort of like a Christmas Carol. It's like a Christmas Carol in a way. Okay. Because yeah. because it's a ghost story. Yeah. He visits him three three times, and each time, each time Jack is a little bit more um, decomposed. Decomposed. So in a Christmas Carol, they were different looking ghosts. But this was where he. I mean, so am I supposed to think that Jack is a ghost, or is he's got to be a ghost, right? I, I mean, he talks to him. Yeah, but... he's a ghost because he just kind of appears and stuff. Okay, so he's not but, really walking around. It's much more fun to have a really decaying, <clears throat> disgusting ghost. Yes, around. and I have to, I have to say, there's there's a reason why this movie won the Academy Award the first time it was available for special effects. Or oh, yeah. no, no, was yeah, it special effects or special, makeup? It, it's um, <clears throat> it was makeup. Yeah, it was makeup. But uh, generally, what is one has been uh, best makeup by Rick Baker. Yeah, Rick it was it was best makeup, but it has generally been one based on fantasy makeup and that sort of thing. I think a few times it's been for aging people, yeah, and that sort of thing. But generally, it's been this over the top, holy crap, what's going on type well, stuff. What he did in here, what Rick Baker did in here, was phenomenal. The first time you really kind of first time I picked up on it was when Jack shows up for the first time and his neck is like sliced at it. It looks so cool There's because one piece that's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like pieces yeah. of them just hanging on there. It was very, very <laughs> well done. And of course we all know what he did to David Naughton and he, he made the, the werewolf face and the, the extensions of the hands. And yeah. that's, that's all. I mean, the seven seconds that you see that face expand on screen is all you really it need. It takes your breath away. It does. It's yeah. it's it's incredible. It really is. I mean, kudos to Rick Baker. So, and he go. did it. You know, like like they say, they didn't cheat. No, all the lights are on. It was it's, well lit. And and the, and the thing of it is, is that now someone could go ahead and do that with CGI, and and you it wouldn't feel the same. Just like it would back, look like crap. Just like, like back the in the day when musicians would do get a eight track tape out. And they would have to cut the different tracks on the actual tape itself and make it work. Now you just go on a computer and you pick up bars here and pick up bars there and put things together. It's a lot easier. It, and it's a, it's a lot easier and a lot cleaner. But to do this, I'd put that up against anything else you see now. Okay. But I'm not done. I know. So what happens is Naughton is getting a little bit better or whatever. And him and, and Nurse Alex Price, she takes him back to her, her, her flat and it's funny because she tells him, I've had seven lovers. I've had three one-night stands and four others. And I'm like, hmm, she's easy. I'm like, uh, I'm like, David's going to get some, isn't he? And sure enough, the next Oh yeah. yeah. And sure enough, the yeah. next scene, they're in a shower, which they had a which they had a build because there weren't many showers in our, that are in London or apparently where they were shooting. There weren't many places that had Did showers. They just smell all the time? He might well look at them. I mean, I mean they have. I mean, English people have that reputation oh of like, oh my god, like jacked up teeth and smelly. You know, I mean, didn't you ever see European Vacation by National Lampoon? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> so anyway, so they they have a, a relationship and and they they find out that they they really like each other. But by this time, David already knows that he's a, a werewolf, according to his his buddy Jack. And the full moon is coming, so things are going to get scary real quick in this movie. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, they get real quick after him and Nurse Alex Price do the uh, horizontal mambo. And uh, 
She goes to work, and she leaves him there all day, and all he does is pace back and forth, pace back and forth. He doesn't read. He can't eat. That's another thing. Why couldn't he eat? Because, because he's a werewolf? How, how much of an appetite would you have if your buddy Jack keeps coming and he's got pepperoni hanging from his face? Is that why? I thought it was because he was a werewolf and he didn't like... from Subway. Yeah. Or from Subway. <laughs> Anyways. It's a callback. So, uh, For those of you that tuned in early, that was a callback. So what happened is uh, Jack... David David Kessler, Naughton's character, goes on a rampage that night. Mm-hmm. Um, he ends up turning back into himself, whatever. After this, so he ends up in a zoo, and there's some more nudity, so whatever. He's, That's how he lost the Dr. Pepper yep. contract, yeah. is because it was too much with the nudie. Yeah. Too the, much with he the actually nudie. wakes up in a, in a cage with other wolves. And I did some research on this. They actually fed these wolves quite a bit before this scene so that he was actually in that cage with them. Yeah. So that was, he, and he was hoping that'd be one take. And the take took so long that when he was running around the zoo, there was actually really real people in the zoo that yeah. he, because he asked, he goes, where'd you get all the extras? They said, those aren't extras. Those are real patrons of the zoo. Yeah. So imagine that. Watching a naked guy. Right yeah. Um, so yeah. anyways, uh, he, he's back to normal. He doesn't know what he did, but he knows mm-hmm. he did something bad. And, um, I'm going to leave it at that because okay. there's a little bit left to it, and he, he meets up with uh, with Jack again in did, a theater. Did you have a favorite scene? Did I? There is know, one scene I love more than any other in this film. Um, give me a second on that. Uh, I think I did, and I, I'm trying to remember what it was. Nah, maybe I didn't. Okay. Maybe. What is it? Um, my favorite like? scene is in the subway where he's at the top oh. of the escalator. <laughs> yes. The guy's at the top of the escalator, and you just see kind of a shadow of the wolf coming. And it's like, that's so spooky. Yeah. Because it looks really real in that scene. It looks really real. And it's like, oh, he's done. (laughs) But see, the problem that, see, the thing is, I look at these movies, this is the way I looked at, this is the way I saw that scene. Yeah. Okay, the guy knows there's something down the, the end of the subway right, tunnel. Right, and a lot of it is shot from the wolves' per, perspective. Right, but but he doesn't really take off, and when he's taking off, he's running like like he's he can't run. He drops his his umbrella when he he falls on the escalator. He doesn't what get was the score. <laughs> wait, he doesn't get up on the escalator, and he's just right. like laying there. I'm like, come on, I, that's the part that I I mean. I, when I watch these movies, I kind of get a little bit too picky when it comes to stuff like that. No! I do, I do. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, so they go they go to see this movie. He knows he's a werewolf. It's going to be nighttime again with another full moon. Oh, this is something. How about when he's trying to have the police officer arrest him, and the police officer won't arrest him? That's my favorite yeah, scene. He, he tries to do so much stuff. He rips on the the royal the family. Yeah, yes. like, and they won't. Yeah. He won't arrest him. I'm like, why don't you just punch the officer? Then he has to arrest you. But he didn't think of that. He didn't have a Jeff Miller head going on. He's thinking of. <laughs> he's thinking of David Naughton. Jeff. Jeff always down to get arrested. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm ready to give you my grade. I, okay. So here's the thing about I this movie. I gotta find the button though. Yeah, so here's the wrong. thing. Yeah. The there it is, the slaughtered lamb. See, I don't look up there that often anymore. 
No, that's it, because you it distracts some, you. You put some good clips up there. I mean, yeah. those jackets, I remember those jackets in the 80s. You know, I think a lot of what sells it is because you know those jackets are not enough for however cold it is. No, and they're not and waterproof. Anybody, anybody <laughs> that has ever been out in those puffy jackets in the rain oh my knows God. it's a bad choice. Yeah. It's just a it's bad choice. It's a terrible choice. choice. But the, uh, the special effects, phenomenal. The fact that the movie got in and got out, really good. Um, I liked the acting. I thought everybody seemed, they had me believing everything that was going on in this movie. Like I said, sometimes when you're watching a movie, you know it's just a line and it's impossible that something like that could happen. But this was this was really well done. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's it's not it's not like a happy death day for me. It's not the thing no, for me. No. But I will give this a solid seven. I, I like oh, this movie a lot. Oh, all right. I was close. I figured you were at eight. Okay. But uh, I was watching. And this is that. quite a bit higher than you gave the Howling. Yeah, you I hated. The I like this way more than the Howling. That's interesting because I'm like the opposite. Really, I, I like Howling more. But yeah. see, but you know what though? This wasn't that okay. I'm not. That, exactly. It's not that scary for me. Exactly. This one I had no problem watching. I watched it with the lights off. It's more accessible. But you did watch the pussified version that was on uh, TMC. There. <sighs> Do you think it really was that much different? No. Okay. No, <laughs> it, it is pretty good. Hey, you know what time it is, Jeff? I do. You do? Uh-huh. And get out your notes because it's time for <laughs> us notes. to learn all about sports <laughs> from the ump. That's right. He is the ump. And this is Otherworldly Culture Sports. <laughs> all right. With this- your host... <laughs> Jeff. The <laughs> Jeff Miller. Thanks, Tim. Uh, tonight is Thursday night, so You're thir- welcome. Thursday night football, the one and four. The- we call that the competition, Jeff. Thursday night football. That is the competition. Yes. Yep. Otherwise, we would rule Twitch. It, it is. I'm sure 100% we would. Hundred percent. And this is on Amazon Prime tonight, so yeah, we would. Are, do, are we up against them at all? No. Yes. We're we are up against them on Twitch. Oh, when that, you go on Twitch right now, the front page is Thursday Night Football. I have so many people that uh, are like, "Why do you do this show on Thursdays?" And I'm like, "We just do it that day." Yeah, yeah. I like Thursdays. Um, yeah, I do too. Go ahead. Um, I don't know. It used to be thirsty. It used to be thirsty subject. Thursdays for me, but I've uh, I've given that up for a while. So, and, anyways, and we're all very happy about that. <laughs> Thursday night football tonight, folks. Yeah. The one and four Washington Commanders get used to saying that travel to Chicago to the Windy City. Now who the Commanders? They're no longer the Redskins. They're the Commanders. The Commanders. Yep. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> they travel to the Windy City and take on the Bears, who are two and three. Sunday, this Sunday, the three and two Jets travel to Titletown to take on Aaron Rodgers, his screwed up thumb, and the rest of the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> they worked on his thumb the other day for an hour and a half. Tim, how much can you do with a thumb for an hour and a half? He, you know what I heard? This is a fact now. I heard he was having thumb wars. That's how he was trained. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Now we have a thumb war. Yeah. And just hours of it. It was grueling. I felt bad for him. Yeah. And all happened on the very... Millions of dollars. It all happened on that very last play in London last Sunday when they lost to the Giants 27-22. Ooh. I was out in Sioux Falls 
Sioux Falls, South Dakota, watching the uh, the Sioux Falls, South Dakota Cougars improve to six and zero with their win over Southwest Minnesota State, thirty-five to fourteen. My my uh, nephew Brian Radish plays on the defense. Okay. It- he had a, he had a big stop. He had a big stop. He he plays normally on uh, uh, kickoffs and kick returns. Is that returns. the video you put up? You put a yeah. video up. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I actually saw yeah, that. Yeah, he, he had a he had a sack two weeks ago. This week he had a nice stop on a run attempt in the fourth quarter. So uh, go Cougars. Uh, they're 6-0, and and they're leading their half of the division. As far as baseball is concerned, I was late tonight, sort of, because I was watching Houston beat up on the Mariners. They're up two games to none. Houston, actually, get this, Houston... Yeah. When they've led in the ninth inning, going into the ninth inning, yeah. they're ninety-five and two this year. Oh wow! I know wow is right. That's that's pretty good. Uh, the Braves are tied up in their series. San Diego and and L.A. are tied in their series. And the Giants, or not the Giants, the Yankees and the Guardians, also known as the Cleveland Indians, are tied up in their series. The Bucks. What are they all doing? Taking superhero names? Is this what's happening? I don't know. Is there? Is There's, it going to be the Chicago Captain Americas? No, the Bears are fine. There, there are no Grizzly Bears upset that their okay. name is on a team. Okay, that's good. But the Bucks, the Milwaukee Spider Men, that would be good. Huh? <laughs> no, that'd be oh terrible. Oh, you know what? So you cool. know what Cleveland could have been? Cleveland used to be the Cleveland Spiders. Now I've been kind of now it, the Austin. If Austin ever gets a good one, they could be the Austin Batman. Because all the bats, you know. Could they be the Austin Powers? No. You like that. The, no, you, I do you not do, like You that. like that because you didn't think of that. You like that. Austin you know, Powers, we I have, I, I got a uh, sports take that I happen to know. Right now, uh-huh. in hockey, the <laughs> Penguins are beating the Coyotes 3-0 in the second inning. Second period, but okay. No, I hit. It's the second period. God damn it, Mike. Anyways, He's oh, what? so anyways, um, one last final note because in the, the NBA season is right around the corner, like next week. Yeah, the Bucks went 0 for in the uh, in the preseason, but that doesn't really make a difference. Uh, the season is so long, anyways. There's 82 games, and then another 20 to 30 in the postseason. So the Bucks open their season in Philadelphia next Thursday, 6:30 tip off. Fantastic. I'm Jeff Miller. And that's the sports I know. Yeah, otherworldly culture, sports, and that brings it to my sequence here, which is perfect because we're going into one of the greatest sports movies of the '90s. White men what? can't jump. Really? Yep. That's what you think. I already know where this is going to go, but bring it. This is uh, this is going to be painful for everyone, like my viewing. Um, this was made by director Ron Shelton, who I actually uh, think has talent. I don't know what happened during the filming of this. Perhaps it was wow. This is a long period of may, maybe he had a head injury. There could have been drug usage. I don't know. You wasted but no time. Wrote, you wasted no time. You know that. You didn't even I, candy coat this going into I, the movie. Here we go. Director Ron Shelton, he wrote Bull Durham. He did Tin Cup, both of which I I ranked pretty high on this show. Blue Chips, The Best of Times. Best of Times is good. We should watch that. He's kind of a... You know you're in charge of those movies. I know. I will. Next next season. Excuse me. (coughs) 
Anyway, he's kind of a one-trick pony, though. It's ice sports. Which is um, great. Yeah, for you it is. No horror movies that I saw. Um, so, the movie starts, and literally before the first scene of uh, Woody and, and Wesley Snipes, I'm already becoming bored. Uh, and then they show the premise, which is basically that these guys are kind of like... Hustlers. Hustlers, right. Uh, by the 30-minute um, spot I checked, I was starting to zonk out and get sleepy. Whatever. Which is pretty impressive because I have sleep apnea. <laughs> You're right. You do it. But I, it matter, but... me, yeah, it, it took me at least 35 minutes to... I did have to rewind at one point because I was out, and I'm like, what's the last thing it, I remember? No. And went back. That's where you and I are um, different. When I yeah. fall asleep during the horror movies, yeah, I don't rewind. Keep going. You keep going. <laughs> I do, but go yeah. ahead. Uh, and I, I realized what my problem is. Uh-oh. My problem is trash talking while fun face-to-face when you're trash-talking somebody, when you're watching <clears throat> professional actors uh, presumably read them off cue cards. Uh, not hilarious. Um, and, and here's the thing, too. So they have this scam, and the scam is basically, let's have a dopey-looking white guy that can actually play baseball. Uh, what is this? Basketball. <laughs> basketball, yeah. Basketball. Hang big out ball, at, yeah. Hang out at the rink and come into the game. And, you know, they do this like three, four times and all the black guys go, oh, you can't can't play. They show this like five times, the same scam. And it's always like, well, you can pick anybody here to to play with. And they always (laughs) pick Woody Harrelson. (laughs) Meanwhile... There's like these 300, 400 pound fat black guys there. <laughs> they, they're probably going to die just running on on the... I'm like, come on. They're not going... Well, you, you, no, at some point, somebody's getting wise and says, hey, why don't you take Fat Albert this time? <laughs> and, and then, too, Woody has always got this kind of smug smile going... At some point, somebody's going to say, he's up to something. He looks dumb. He probably is dumb. And I'm talking about the actor now. But they got to figure out they're being hustled. Now, that's only part of what's wrong with this movie. The part that really drives me oh nuts my goodness. is Rosie Perez's what? voice. What? Oh, yeah. It's no, the I most yeah, annoying yeah. voice I've I ever heard. That. In the world, it makes me shudder. I'm actually getting the chills. You, you could talk about werewolf murders. I'll take, all the, I'll take food. This starts at Q for oh, hundred Alex. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, her her voice is annoying. I do. Oh. I can admit that. And then okay, and then they're at. It. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I'm about to say something mean. Okay, let's do it. Uh, we're at the like five thousand dollar tournament of uh, basketball. Two on two, and they have some score girls that are holding up. Yes, you know, yes. Honest to God, I'm like, I know they shot this in L.A. What did they do? Actually, say we want girls that <laughs> don't actually look good enough to hold up a, a sign. I I was like, what is this? They. It, you know, even at a five thousand dollar thing, there'd be decent looking checks. I'm like, you gotta be kidding! And this whole movie 
is based on a premise that is wrong a lot of times. I like fast-talking, quick dialogue, witty dialogue, things, um, you know, like His Girl Friday, where it's just bang, 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 bang. But quick talking does not mean funny talking. The stuff that they're saying, how many freaking your mama jokes do I have to hear? Give me a break. Terrible. And then, then, just for fun, they're like, you know what I think I'm going to do? This movie is just sputtering along. Let's, let's go and take this movie and shoot it once right in the head and stop it dead in its tracks. Let's do a miniature episode of Jeopardy in here. And then the voice of death starts ringing in my ears. And I... I'm sitting there, my ears are bleeding, and I'm floating away wow. in this ocean of pus that is her voice. Oh, my God. I hated every minute of this thing. I, I agree with her voice. I agree with that part. And then, you. okay, here's, here's oh my the, God. the absolute, here's my, like, here's how I know I hated this movie. So they get to whatever, what's supposed to be the last game, the exciting game where the, everything kind of comes together, Yes, right? correct. I couldn't have cared less. I am going to tell you that I started this movie at 6.30 p.m. It is a two-hour movie. I was not done watching this goddamn piece of shit until 10.30. Whoa, whoa, because whoa, 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 whoa. of falling asleep, running it back, I, a couple of times I just felt like I was about to go out, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to read some IMDb. I'm going to read something. Uh, While you're watching the movie? Yeah, I stopped the movie. I was say, because you missed stuff, I, Dad. I, you know, I would surf, and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I can take, like, ten more minutes of Rosie. You know, and I, like, oh, my God. I kept finding reasons not to watch. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, have I checked my email? It was horrific. Horrific. But speaking of horror, you know this is one of my favorite parts of these reviews, and that would be... The Horror Movie Connection. Where is it, Tim? There it goes. There we go. All right. So, I know you're impressed by that. A little bit. Yeah. So If it would go off when it's supposed to, it would. I would. Yeah, but I, I've changed a few things on here. So, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Woody Harrelson. Zombieland. He was in Natural Born Killers. No Country for Old Men. And he is a dead on the bases Hall of Fame member. Yes. Is he my new? Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I like oh, that. Yeah, 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 there you go. Why? Uh, because Why is he? he was in Kingpin. So, because he was in another movie that we he watched? He was in Kingpin, so he's a dead on the bases Hall of Fame member. Okay. All right. Uh, so, wait, what? before you get into this, Natural Born Killers is a horror movie? I think so. Okay. I think I've so. seen it, so I was just kidding. Yeah, it. It, it would fall under crime, I think, but okay. it's it's they're serial killers. Hey, he's in he's in Zombieland too, also. Double tap. Oh, I I get something. For, I should get a very good. Do I get no? Put my, you put my get little nothing. emoji. I up don't there. have a. Th- oh, it's not on the right page. That's right. Don't I get anything? There, up there? are fifteen scenes. Zombieland two. You did not have uh, that. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. I should get a point yeah. extra on my. No, you don't. On the score. Wesley Snipes I was in Blade 1, 2, and 3. Uh, he was actually on an episode of What We Do in the Shadows making fun of that role, which was pretty cool. And as you know, 
He is also a member of the Dead on the Bases Hall of Fame. Yep. Because he was in... Major League. Major League. And he's going to be coming later in this season in the movie that you gave me, mm-hmm. The Fan. The Fan. So that's going on. He, he's very Rosie good. Perez. What <laughs> horror movies do you think? What do you think? No, she was horrible. And her voice oh has haunted God. what... I don't okay. dream anymore. I have You're sleep apnea. This, this is a freaking nightmare, this woman. People should should stop ever hiring her for anything. That is your horror movie connection. So. <laughs> what did you give for a rating? What do you think? I, you know what? Okay, I thought about this. What you're going to do, you're going to go uh, into the chat, and you're going to type a number okay. as to what you think I'm about to hit. Okay. And I got to find for, my button. For the record... So, for the record, yes, and I want to make sure this is true. Yeah, you cannot give negative. Is that correct? I cannot give negative All numbers. Right. I know what you're going to give it then. Okay, are you ready? Here Wait, we go. Wait, am I doing it? Yeah, right. hit now it. hit it. What? Three. You give it two? I gave it a two. Wow, just like a basket. Wow, a I two. honestly, I'll, you're going to be shocked by what I'm about to say. Yeah, I think I might have liked this less. Than North Dallas Forty, I said it out loud. Wow, you, you didn't. Know. Oh, that's right. I hated that movie what? so much. Now, here's what I would have rather have watched. <laughs> <laughs> that is courtesy of Instagram, by the way. That is more entertaining to me than these two knuckle draggers yelling at each other once in a while. Would that? Ugh, if they would have. If they would have taken Rosie Perez out and then put anybody else in there would it have gotten any more points higher? Probably. Would have gotten up to a four. there still have been that Jeopardy scene. No, no, they don't have that at all. They just put Why, if they take the character out completely? Yeah. That would have shortened the movie, which would have improved it. So would we have gotten to at least a four? We're getting requests for the <laughs> birds. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Nobody, by the way, I'm checking the chat room. Nobody is asking to see Wesley Snipes or uh, or Woody Harrelson. Uh. It, it's fun. It is. It's you fun. didn't like that first scene? That first scene is so cool. When they're yeah, out the on first Venice scene Beach. where they're singing Barbershop. When they're out on Venice Beach and he's got to and he's got to make those 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 throw yeah. those three point I, shots. Honestly, top yeah, of the key, Tim. Those I really didn't like this and, movie. And, and then they're, you see Wesley Snipe. The coolest part of that scene is that Wesley Snipe is going to shoot his last his last shot. There's and Woody cool. Harrelson then unveils yeah. the fact that he hustled him, and he goes, "I've been hustled by better people than you." And he just he pulls out his hair and just goes a little bit to the left. That's that's a great scene. I'm sorry, but the way I, it's shot from behind, you, know you can what? see the the, the I weather. I can see sports fans like this. That's a good thing. movie, man. I I couldn't. That's stand a great it. scene. I think it, it, there wasn't any uh, drug usage, and oh, I forgot to tell you, there was everybody. no drug usage. There, but it needed more murder. It, it definitely needed more murder. There's only a fake murder in it. Uh, that's that's just not satisfying to anybody. I think had... In, you know what would have improved the movie? What? 
if <laughs> I can imagine. somebody would have just blown Rosie Perez away in some scene, just randomly, probably when she was roller skating, that would have been a perfect time to just have somebody come out there. I'm thinking a shotgun, maybe maybe a little torture porn. Wow. Maybe we go with a knife. No, jeez. Uh, maybe a hockey stick and go with the blunt object. That might be fun. That would have made for a good movie. What, what I was watching was not a good movie. But you know what's always fun to watch in competition? <laughs> Rosie Perez merges the English language throughout. <laughs> it would be our favorite part of the show. That would be It's Trivia Time. It's Trivia Time. Yay. Now, the way this works, folks, is each of us is going to read three statements. One of them is not true. The other two are true. Oh, it's three and not and four. Com- Shoot. It's I mean, three. I made a. I honestly got. I always write more than I need, so just the, in case. So the the funny thing about this is that I was writing up my thing, my my uh, questions, and I'm like, yeah. is it we write up four and one isn't right? I couldn't remember for life me, life me. So all right, it, it, you know what? You got to write more than you need because I never do. it might be. They might say it. You know, in fact, one of mine. You did say, so I know you know it, so I can't use it. I know. I, I, so. I debated bringing that up. I should I should hold my cards a little closer to me. No, you got to do an entertaining job with your reviews. Which, so this was pretty entertaining. You did a pretty good job. All right, so Who's why don't going for you can you, ask me first. Well, why don't you get in the damn camera shop? What oh. are you doing again? Well, I, it always, you know what? All of our I'll tell you what. I'll tell you us. what. When we go to this this. 15th scene or whatever scene this yeah, is yeah. that's off-centered because this is centered until I get to this scene and then I'm off-center. All right, let's go. I mean, you are off-center. Nope. Okay. Nope. In Russia... Oh, okay. They yep. have the legend of werebears. Okay. There are werebears. Mm-hmm. Second one. Director John Landis was a writer for National Lampoon magazine prior to making any films. Okay. The... Voice of Yoda and Bert actually had a small speaking role in the film, which is not true. Why? Why do you do this to me? Why? Because because you know that I I'm supposed to go with my. You know what? You, <laughs> you know, know what? you should probably think about this long and hard. I will, and, and then get the it, give you the wrong answer. And give me the wrong answer. Yep. Yeah. So here's the thing: you want me to say that. A is not correct because because you're going to use a National Lampoon's thing because he wrote Animal House. So you're going to try to make me say that that one's not true. But I'm going to say that one is true. And then you're going to say in Russia they have the legend of the werebears, and I think that's true. I think I've heard of that before. Now, the voice of Yoda and Bert are actually had a small speaking role in this film. Now, that mm-hmm. that is where you, you threw the curve at me. Uh-oh. Because, do they have a, so? I mean, it could be one of those English people, and they only spoke for a little small part. Right. So it could be like that that dude that that shot the darts. It could be everybody him. watching right now so, is on pins and needles. Will Jeff mess it up again? See, the werebears make the more it, he deliberates, the more he's getting further away from the truth. It's the, fantastic. The werebear seems correct to me. The okay. John Landis. I know you put that in there because. He wrote you Animal know, House. I wrote all of these, by the way. No, no, but I, I wrote all. I know you put that in there because he had he did Animal House also, and you're like 
shuffling those two together and think that it's true. Mm-hmm. The voice of Yoda and Bert. That seems so. Notice how he's reading my notes right The voice the... of jo- Yoda That's and Bert but actually has a small speaking not. point. Well, just you should highlight it next time. Um, <laughs> Help you out. All right, so here's here's how this is gonna go. All right, you know Which this is Which one it. is false? The one that's, that's false. That's the one you're telling me. The one that's me. false is yeah. the first one. John Landis was a writer for National Lampoon magazine prior to making any that, films. That was the one I read second. But, but that's the one that. You that's say the one is I'm false. saying. That's what I'm saying is so false. So you think John Landis was not a writer at National Lampoon? That's what I'm hearing you say. Yeah, but how would he know how to write the movie? Hmm. Nope, that, that's the one that's false. That's the one? You're yep. sure you want to stay with it? Yep. Yes, baby! I got that one. Yes. <laughs> he was close to talking himself out of it, wasn't he? I did. <laughs> At first he? I did. Uh, who wasn't he? Uh, John Landis didn't write for National Lampoon, yes. but he did make Animal House. Yes, he did. Um, yes, he did, people. There's a win. There's a win for Mosquito. There actually is... Uh, in Russia, they talk about werebears that, because that's the large predator there. Yep, absolutely. We all know that. Uh, the voice of Yoda and Bert is a gentleman by the name of Frank Oz. Yes, and Frank Oz. I know him. He, he is in a scene when the, when he first yes. wakes up in, uh, in the hospital room. He's the guy with the mustache, the bald guy. That's the voice yes, of Yoda. I knew it when I saw him. I'm like, that's him. Now, this one I almost used and did not. Well, the one that you had guessed was this is the first film to win an Academy Award for Best yeah, Makeup. Yep. Uh, but this one I almost said. I wonder if you would have went for it. In legend, some werewolves kept their wolf parts on the inside of their bodies, and they would simply turn inside out to change into a werewolf. And that is a true legend, and they have I have never seen this in a movie. I cannot wait for so somebody to try to do their makeup wolf parts on, on the inside, yeah, like a like, wolf in they, sheep's clothing. Yeah, and they did like whoop, and they become. A, a, yeah. I want to see this so bad in a movie. That sounds fake. All right, it's not like that. Good, it would never ever. All right, but I got go. five points. That's all mixed up. Go. All right, here we go. Wait, did. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. We got everything. Yep. <laughs> I, I love this because, oh my God! All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> Nike released Nike Hyper Eyes. The white shoe was a Billy Hoyle shoe, and the black one was a Sydney Dean shoe. And you could purchase them out in the real world. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> this this one this one's gonna make his skin crawl. Little-known actress Rosie Perez was discovered by Shelton during the 1989 Do the Right Thing, and since they were dating at the time, got the job, got was cast in White Men Can't Jump. Right. Two former Hall of Fame Milwaukee Bucks had their hands in the making of White Men Can't Jump. I'm, you know what. I I know better than sit here and deliberate. I'm just gonna shoot from the hip. I hate Rosie Perez, so I'm just going to pick that that one is true, that he was dating her and and met her on, on that movie. The Bucks, who the hell knows? Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say number two was the true one. What? About the, wait, you have to guess the false one or the true one? I guess the true. 
One. And you're gonna say that that one was true? Wait. You're saying Rosie Perez was true? Do? No, I, I I picked the lie. Yeah. Okay, that one I think is true. Okay, I want to make sure you get the right way to do this. Okay, I gotta pick the lie. Shit, what was the first one? The one was about Nike. Nike released shoes that were promoting oh, yeah. Billy Hoyle that, and Sidney Dean. That one bored me way too much. Let's <laughs> let's say that one's the lie. No, you're wrong. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you're, you sound like you're upset about this. Not really. So, okay, the two bucks <laughs> that were part of White Men Can't Jump, which yeah. is true, Marcus Johnson was actually the basketball player that went to the liquor store and got the gun. Okay. Okay, and then Bob Lanier was actually, he actually trained um, Snipes and Woody Harrelson before the show, before the movie to get them up and ready for the game. Woody, it doesn't surprise me that there was some sort of expert. Woody yeah. Harrelson said he was, Woody Harrelson thought he was a good ball player, that he played some college ball, and he, the, he played Bob Lanier. He said I was, he was so good. Bob, Bob Lanier smoked him, and Woody Harrelson well, was extremely embarrassed. That's like when people get into the boxing ring, and they, they have no... Yeah. They shouldn't be going in there. It's like, oh, I wonder why I don't have any teeth left. Yeah, gee, that's, uh, that's shocking. All right, Nike, let's look. Hold on. Oh, hold on. you got more? Okay. Well, Nike did release the Nike Hyper Eyes. They had a white shoe that was a Billy Hoyle, and they had a black shoe that was Sidney Dean. Nobody. And uh, Rosie Perez, I love the fact that you hated Rosie Perez so much. I That's why so this, this question was awesome because yeah. he didn't know her before that. He didn't. You think Ron Shelton was dating Rosie Perez? No. I don't care. Okay, anyway. Uh, he, score, everybody. Woo-hoo! Look at this. We are still tight, even with the crappy pick that, uh, that Jeff it's made. It's all about which trivia. was absolute garbage. Uh, we kept it straight because uh, Jeff got that trivia, which really redeemed him. I think this helps with the blue and the red that people can figure out. Unless how you're the, colorblind. How it, if you're colorblind, you see that one looks a little spooky. But anyways, all you got to do is look at the end there and you see that I'm winning 31 to 30. Yeah, that, that won't last. Anyway... <laughs> um, <laughs> Next week. Oh. Well, I got October 13th. That's because this show was supposed to be last week. Is today the 13th? So today is the 13th. Oh, we got to change those dates on there. You should be scared. Anyways, I'm giving... One week from today, folks. I'm giving Tim Eddie the Eagle the story about Eddie the Eagle, the the long jump, the, the ski hill long jumper. In the 1984, oh. 1992 Olympics. Oh, I thought he was going to take a dump on top of that, uh, on top of that van. It looks like he's about to do something very disgusting. So here's the thing: I've never seen this movie all the way through, so I'm actually looking forward to watching it myself. All right, he'll probably also find he, it on free cable somewhere. Hugh Jackman's in this. Yeah. All right, and, and the guy who's in the guy who's in the uh, the Kingsman. He's Eddie the Eagle. Yes, yes. Oh, that I knew. the guy who played Elton John. Yeah, what is his name? He was, by the way, I yeah. saw the Elton John movie. Good movie. Unbelievable. Yep. That guy did his own singing and everything. Oh, he did. I didn't know yeah. that. All right. And then Sorry. I picked a movie that probably nobody's ever heard of. A little sure. indie flick called Jurassic Park, which I consider the land version of Jaws. So, um, oh, okay. We got that going on next week. 
I think you might make it through the movie. I've without, seen this movie before. Without wetting yourself. But, and... I'll, but I'll tell you, see why. You don't have to go there. But uh, the thing is that this movie has its scary moments, so I'm, I, I'll be ready for it. It needs more murder. But well, Jurassic well, Park does? It needs a little murder. Okay, anyways. I bet you Eddie Eagle has very little murder. That's you don't my know prediction. that. There's a lot of Olympic That's scandal prediction. going on. That's my prediction. <laughs> With it being an Olympic film, I'm just bracing for how much drug use there's going to oh be. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for Do coming we? out for <laughs> for coming out this week. Next week, we have another big, 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 big show. We Up against you. Thursday Night Football. I didn't yeah, know that. Up against Thursday Night Football. Yeah, literally, if you go, if you go on the Twitch right now, because Amazon owns Twitch. Oh, they are like, they, uh, they're like, do not watch Dead on the Bases. We know you want to. <laughs> watch Thursday Night Football instead, which is probably not a good game. I hear it was the Washington Senators and the Texas Oil Skinners. Oh and it, the it Washington was, Commanders and the Chicago Bears. I think I got that right. You did. Yeah, chat room. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's what's going on the rest of Twitch, which you probably don't want anything to do with. Anyway, it's time to close the crypt and call the game. Thank you for watching. And remember to share and subscribe to our show and feed. You can find the show at otherworldlyculture.com and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Pandora, iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine places where you find podcasts. Thanks to everybody that came out tonight on the chat room and bring a friend. If it's sports... <laughs> bring a friend. <laughs> I brought a friend. Yes. Yeah. If it's sports, <laughs> it's a home run. If it's horror... Run home! <laughs> We're dead on the bases, and we'll see you next time. And this is scene 15. Is my, is my thing come across here? No. <laughs> Rosie Perez is a goddess. <laughs> you actually named the only website with less hits than dead on the bases. It's got, it's got negative hits. <laughs> Unless you're Woody Harrelson, then you're hitting it. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was just not good. Oh, that entire movie, I agree. No, I'm not going to say that. I am. I'm not going to say that. I did say it. Nah. I I said it with my mouth. This is, this is the, this, what you did with this mashup of Take Me Out to the Ball Game is, this is great. I, I love this. Why, thank you. Uh, I forget the gentleman's name, but it'll be in the show notes that uh, wrote the songs that I put.